Hey, y'all, gather around, fellow adventurers of the dice. <laughs> oh, here we go again. I, here comes the accent. Your guide through the mystical realms of probability of demise. As we close out this epic campaign, having traversed from Overton. Traversed. To delve. Damn it, that was the word of the day. The word of the day. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and ventured on this uproarious adventure, I want to one last time introduce to you our magnificent storytellers. I ran out of M words, apparently, who have breathed life into our story, including our Andy fan guest. Hello. Hello. First, well, we have. The glorious Jason. Hello. Please talk of yourselves. I am Jason. I play Asher, who um, speaks words and shit happens, where, as opposed to real life, where I just talk a lot of shit. So thank you for joining. Making your shit talking real, Asher. Jess. Zika. Who do you play? What do you? Play? Uh, hi, hi. I'm Jessica. I uh, have been playing Tanzanite this fun campaign, going from a very classist Richie Ulala to uh, <laughs> Goddess of Death. <laughs> uh, Richie Ulala is my new favorite term. Ulala. <laughs> You're one of those Ulala girls. See how yeah. it is. Better than a woo girl. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> I'm gonna make a, uh, I'm gonna invent a, a culinary called Richie Ulala so we can say we're eating the Richie Ulala. Larissa. Yeah. Or she sips as I introduce her. My name's Larissa. I play Trixie. Um a uh spunky and funky uh squirrel who uh, gets angry and hits things and then runs away very fast. Um, sounds like a slightly dangerous relationship to person to have. <laughs> and our uh, guest and rock star fan, Andy. Uh, I'm Andy Fan. I play Veritar, a dragonborn who just helped kill his mother and uh, <laughs> has pissed off a fae. So we'll see how that goes. <laughs> can only be hot stuff for so long. <sighs> it is so exciting to be here. And it is kind of exciting and thrilling to know that um, I think this is probably the first time I've truly gone from a level one to level 20 campaign with the same crew without like it totally being transformed. I was actually trying to remember, has there ever been a time where I've gone, you know, zero to hero with a if group? If it helps, I think we started at level three. We started I really don't think we did. Didn't we? Yeah. When you started yeah. off, you were all level ones uh, meeting at the town square. Oh, right, right. Yeah, it was a long time ago. Um, at any rate, super awesome to jump into this. Uh, we're going to Jump right over to, I think, Word of the Day, unless there are any announcements. Word, Word of, the day. of the Day! Word of the Day! Word of the Day! All right. Today's Word of the Day is judder, which means to vibrate violently. Vi vi violently. 
Wait, what I just is that? It? Was so weird. <laughs> <laughs> Someone added sound effects when I wasn't looking. To vibrate, like violently, like uh, the word. Oh, uh, j judder, like shudder, but. <laughs> Got it. Okay. That's what I thought, but I just wanted to make sure that I, I heard correctly. Yes. Oh, those are awesome. not through. Uh, we'll talk about it later, but those are not through the stream yard. You did something new. Mm hmm. Okay. Evil plotting is occurring. Oh, no. <laughs> <clears throat> this is uh, what happens so when you make a, a, a DM list channel, they get revenge. Yeah, totally. So <laughs> I have an evil plot for our future uh, uh, new campaign that's coming. It's not here yet, but for right now, I'm going to go ahead and give us the update from last session. I mean, it was pretty simple and straightforward. They defeated Tiamat. No biggie. Just, you know, major potential goddess of the world, ready to take things over, and they defeated her. No problem. Nobody got hurt. Nobody got lost in the pits of Avernus. Uh, nobody made um, some mistakes and led to some fey introspection upon their soul and life and whether or not they were ever going to make it through to their own potential godhood. And, uh, you know, no consequences for anybody whatsoever, I'm sure. Everything's solid, right? With that, let's just jump into this because I am so excited about the end and all the fun that we're about to have. Ba -ba -ba -ba. over. Tiamat is defeated. You know this instinctively, despite being covered in pink ribbon that has slowly fallen upon you and feet deep in acorn mush. Trixie, you wait a heartbeat or two, and you're still not back with your friends. What is going on? Awesome. I take my staff slash shovel and I use it to like <laughs> prop myself up and start using it as like a walking stick and is there like any sort of celestial or major landmarks that I can use to kind of at least pick a consistent direction to walk in roll a perception check Twenty nine. Amazing. 
Amazing, amazing. You do see in the distance, there's some sort of structure. It is um, conical in nature. It looks like a rooftop, maybe. A strange one, not one that you've seen before. Um, interesting in texture. It's pretty far distant, but it's the only thing other than these odd trees that seem to be shedding pink ribbon and acorns in equal measure. It seems to be the only novel architecture or structure in this space and place. Well, 50-50 chance, and I just head out <laughs> towards it. Okay, you walk 20 feet, and then suddenly you feel your heart stop. Roll a dexterity saving throw. Okay, hang on, wait. Oh shit, I, I gave you back your board. Shit, hold on. <clears throat> Traits, I get advantage. Oh, no, no, no. Yes, no, I get advantage. All these frickin' traits. Ooh. I think I get advantage. Aha! Wait, uh, 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 uh. I love the, the um, spousal assist there. Thank you! Mm hmm Yes, I get advantage on deck saves. <clears throat> oh, good thing. Uh, 30. You roll quickly out of the way and are extremely, extremely grateful because you only lose 25 hit points as something that you are unable to see. Pulls from your deepest soul the life force away from you. And as you roll back, you are back where you started. Okay. <clears throat> hmm. You know what? And she just yells out super loud. Fine. And she just sits down crisscross applesauce her legs something larissa could actually never do uh puts her shovel across her lap and starts to meditate because wait for it hang on i do not need food or water and i can't be aged magically or suffer the effects of old age. So I'm just going to sit there. If it wants me to stay put, I will. And I'm just going to meditate. How very and rest. Of you. And every once yeah. in a while, I'm just going to go. I like how your fingers were like off the camera. So <laughs> they were off camera. For a <laughs> double guns. If you're on the audio, it's the double gun. Uh, great. Um, I'm going to switch over, but I'll come back to you in a moment. Uh, 
Asher Tanzanite Veritar. There is an enormous draconic corpse in front of you. There is yelling and cheering off in the distance. And you can see that the armies of Tiamat have broken and are in flight. But there are many, many corpses on the battlefield. Ally and enemy alike. Veritar, could you roll a perception check? Yep. That would be a 12. Okay. Um, you do make out some, some beings amongst that horde who, who appear like you, and you do see a small cluster of folk that are being held by the people of the Delve, um, but you're not able to quite make out what's going on down there. Asher, what? Your friend Trixie hasn't come back. I'm gonna run over, run over to Tanzanite. I'll be like, "Where's Trixie? Do you know where Trixie is? I can't find her." And GM, I know where she is. Because I saw her. Okay. So. Trixie is going to be in the. Like, like the first level. Of. Uh, and, and there's. It's out of seven. Or something like that. So, you know, it's not as bad as it could be. Um, the uh, she, she's in hell. That's not good. Is mm. that where you went when you disappeared there for a minute? Yes, yes. Oh, um, can you get back there? I, I don't think. I don't. I don't know. I was sort of flung there. So, can I the... can I roll a history check about what I know about Avernus or the first layer? Sure. Let's see what you know. Oh shit, Rick! You're not gonna like this. Uh... <laughs> I know everything. Thirty-two. Thank you, Misty Mountain Gaming, for this new dice. Not a sponsor. Oh, you know, I, you I know somebody be. who works there now. Yeah, we'll, uh, yeah, we will straight up take your sponsorship. Yeah. I love Misty Mountain. You do? You do know somebody who works there? Yeah, which oh. I just met her at the Makerspace, and she she runs a booth, and she's she's part of the Misty Mountain. Uh, she she was at NYC Comic Con, apparently. Okay, I, I probably I might have talked to her. I was at the booth like probably. Three times. I think all of us did because we all have a serious addiction. I love that. Well, hi, new friend. <laughs> <laughs> hey, best friend. If someone left. I'm stickers offended. with this logo behind Andy's head. It wasn't me. <laughs> yeah, it if someone just us. snuck them on your booth and walked away, a stack of them, it was not I. I just gave her a bunch oh, of those stickers, yeah. too. If she ever me. puts two and two together. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, 
I think what we can say is, uh, Asher, with your your history check, um, you explored a lot of different texts that were contemporary when the world was a world of science, religious belief, and um, in those texts were hidden nuggets of nuggets things that. <laughs> I didn't mean it dirty. I just like kindle. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was it was so pure. That's what was so adorable about it. Uh, so, some little bits of of <laughs> little bits components of information that <gasps> in more recent times you've been able to cross reference with some of the deific beings that have shown themselves. You know, myths have become real. Magic is here. And you have been able to cross-reference all those pieces into, oh, yeah, there's actually a hellscape of sorts. But it, from like some of those interviews and conversations, it just depends on who you are, what you would experience there. But it's actually a real place. Um, I think... The one thing that you're aware of, especially because of your study into Tiamat, is that it is the realm where Tiamat herself was trapped during this 10,000 plus years since the last time magic was a part of the world. 10,000 years! I'm going to start saying like 11,000, 9,000.5. Yeah, 9,999. I think Tiamat had a crick in all five nine bottles of theory. What what did you say? Asher? I said Tiamat had a crick in all five necks. That's why we were yes. able to defeat her. She couldn't turn her head. <laughs> she had limited range of motion. Yes. So with that knowledge, you know that it's a real place. and that it's a, a subjective experience. Okay. I think we need to go get her out of there. I don't know if she can get out by herself. But you are the goddess of death. So if we go into your space, like your other side space, and then cross over the river, or whatever that actually is, I'm sure the river is a metaphor, but maybe not. But if we cross over, we should be able to go there. Right? We could certainly try. Do you, would you like me to try? I, I mean, I know you can now, by no fault of mine, can now go there and be okay. <laughs> I mean, I, I think um, we're in this now. Like, if we, I think we go together. Yeah, okay. <laughs> is this our first date? It'll be it's a weird first date. No. But, okay. This is not a date. Okay. My bad. Um, yeah, that that'd be a weird you could say we went to hell on our first like, date it would be a weird brag later. Like dinner, maybe a stroll, a show. Something that does not involve 
a lot of spell Buy casting. Buy me and... something. Yeah. Okay. Hey, new guy! What new guy? He's not new, but he's newish to us. Hey, Veritar. Oh, yeah. Oh, Veritar. Yeah. I was like, what new you wanna, guy? You uh, want to go to hell? Oh, you don't. Uh... I think I've already been there, as I'm still barely getting out of the mouth. But, uh, yes. What do you need? Um, Trixie got thrown into Avernus. Do I know if do I know if Andy like as a dragon can or Yamat's kid or anything can like go there without being separated from his body or Veritar rather? With my thirty-two roll, would I have any concept? This is a, this is not documentable territory in terms of that. Um, I think this would can be. I... I had to make like a deal with Tanzanite to like not instantly die when I go to her other space. I don't Tanzanite. Can I do an make... Arcana check to see what I know about like how I was raised? Um, it wouldn't be an Arcana check for this particular thing if you're trying to figure out this piece. But All right, like, uh, just hearing the story about something about Avernus. I mean, your, your mother lived there for 10,000 years. For you. Yeah. If you want a deeper dive into that, you can roll a history check to see what you remember. Sure, but there Why is definitely pre-knowledge in this already. Uh, that Mommy's is home a, another twelve. To well, apparently today is the day of twelve, so another twelve. Uh, okay, so what you have? This is just the freebie knowledge. This is not the the rolled for knowledge. You, um, you didn't have a very kind upbringing, but you witnessed things, and you witnessed beings try to go to other planar spaces and there are ways to make it more successful not necessarily safe but more successful and that has stood out to you as the biggest thing and one of the biggest things is you need to have a piece of that realm to make that transition safe for yourself okay you happen to have in yourself a piece of Avernus because Technically, you're a child of Avernus. I think I might be able to cross over okay. Well, as okay as anybody ever can in these situations. Okay. Um, how do you know? Let's just say I didn't have a normal childhood. And also, my mother was from there. And oh. I am her child. That does make sense. So, like, being part of her makes it easier for you to go there? Yes. Uh, a piece of the plane always makes it easier to cross. I'm going to be like, Boomer, come here! And then I'm going to go over, and I'm going to have Boomer cut off a scale for me and a scale for Tanzanite and a scale for Veritar. Just a little extra bonus. Using the blade part component that you had attached to Boomer, you're able to, after a bit of time, it takes a little bit of work. Tiamat's tough, even in death. And you're able to peel off a couple of scales for, for each I'm of you. I'm going to be like, here you go. And I'm going to put that in my bag. They're a little juicy, but not that juicy. Yeah. I do need to take care of one piece of business, if you don't mind. Yeah. We need to leave and soon, but as long as it doesn't take long. I'm I look hoping at my it won't. Watch this wrist once again. 
And I am going to look for and try and get the proprietor's attention. Uh, roll a perception check. Smart. I am rolling low today. That's a 10. She's standing on your foot, staring up at you. <laughs> you have no idea where she went. She was here, but looking around, there's no evidence of her. Okay. Then I'm just going to shout out. I know I owe you. I know we need to talk, but please let me finish this mission first. So you just I don't know out. if she can hear me. Yeah, I don't know if she can hear me, but I'm going to assume that she knows I'm talking to her. Who are we talking to? I'm hoping the proprietist. Grandma! Adopt it, Grandma! Uh, Where'd you go? Roll a performance check to see if your shout resonates to the places where she may or may not be. Performance check, you say? <laughs> I think I can do that. I rolled a five, so that is only a 24. I'm sorry. <laughs> you are supremely confident that anybody within earshot should have heard you, but not just heard you, should have been assuaded, especially someone who loves you as much as grandma loves you to come in and speak with you and nobody comes. I'm sad now, I need a cookie. Roll a wisdom saving throw. Ooh, 19. You're Thanks, lucky. Misty Mountain Gaming, not a sponsor, <laughs> but you could be. <laughs> you, you feel very lucky in that, that moment of weakness towards the cookie, you almost gave up any sense of finding your friend Trixie and fully consumed by the idea of the proprietress and the care and coziness of her home. We're about to give up this, this need to save your friend. And then you reminded yourself, Oh, there are priorities. Okay. All right. Well, we can help you. She loves us. We'll help you deal with her when we get back. Well, that's fine. And before we go, I'm going to use a potion of, uh, superior healing because oh, I'm yeah, really, really beat up <laughs> and just see if I can get something back. Uh, four, eight, 12, 15, Oh, yeah, I never got hit again after my wish 19, spell, so 21, 29 altogether. Okay. I'm okay. not quite I'm gonna dead say, yet. <laughs> you never heard words as medicinal as these. You are healed, my friend. And I'm going to cast healing words at the sixth level. And heal Andy for very laggy digital dice. Go faster. We're recording and we have a time limit. 21. 21 more heals. Okay. Filler, 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 filler. <laughs> Usually they're quick, but they just like went like across the screen. They, oh, were they juddering? Yeah. They were juddering. It's true. <laughs> uh, no. For me, you're all dead. 
<laughs> I don't know. It stopping like that, I feel like isn't shaking. Uh Okay, well then I'm going to be nitpicky in the future too. <laughs> neener, neener, neener. Uh, <laughs> so, hey, I have never once used the word of the day, even though I pick them. <laughs> Tanzanite. I just had the worst thought. Oh my God. Oh no. Tanzanite. Do you want to know? It's dirty. Nope. 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 Sure? Time limit. Nope. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Fine. Never mind. Tanzanite. Asher. Veritar. You've agreed to go. How are you doing this, Tanzanite? How are you drawing them across the veil? Hmm. Or are you? Is one of the others doing it? I did have a whole uh, thought about Asher just like combining a bunch of random spells to like rip a hole into Avernus, and but I don't know if that would be allowed or even work. So if Tanzanite can do it, that'd be better. Well, if we have these scales, um, Asher, how did we, how did you do it last time? Um, there was a big hole in the ground and I jumped in. Oh yeah, that's right. Okay. I'm gonna be like, maybe I just need to hold your hand and I'm gonna hold her hand. I want to grab it and be like, hmm. okay, so. Um. All right, and I will awkwardly reach over. And grab I will also awkwardly grab Eratar's hand. <laughs> and I'm going to just start to, I'm going to say, okay, close your eyes. And, and, and I'm still so bad at this. Just think of hell. Think of me and death. And then I'm going to start like going into my like other side and trying to yank them with me. <laughs> uh, could I have you, Tanzanite, roll a wisdom saving throw? This is your strength. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, wait, wait. Um, you're inspired. Bardic inspiration. Oh. Uh, I didn't have a haiku written, but there you go. <laughs> it's the squeeze of your hand that. <laughs> that brings her that momentary inspiration. It's just, oh, yeah. This is I amazing. blush. <laughs> okay, here we go. Uh, yeah. Okay, so 13 plus 10 is 23 and because he's cute and squeezed my hand i'm gonna use this just because plus four so 23 24 25 26 27 okay time for me to do math mm -hmm. okay asher roll a constitution saving throw you have to be a seven bless you heard that through your husband's mic I thought about naming my next character Gazund and Schnipple, the rest of this, so you know. <laughs> I have to beat a seven. I definitely did that. Uh, 19. Nice. Uh, Veritar, roll a constitution saving throw. You have to beat an eight. All right. That's uh, oh, 18. Oh, okay. You definitely beat it. 
as you're all pulled away, you kind of feel that tearing as you're brought into a place unnatural to your own being. And then you're in the shadow spaces. Tanzanite, your sense of comfort in this space is stupendous. It feels like a cold winter's day diving into a water bottle heated bed. And this is new. Because usually it just feels like, eh. But now this is the most comforting space you've ever been in. Mm-hmm. Asher and Veritar, it's a little creepy. <laughs> Chills run up and down your spine. Um, but I've also, I've been here before, so I, I know the creepy, I guess. Correct? You do. And it's not like okay. you can't, it's not, it's not repugnant to you. Are we in the cage or are we just here? You're just there. <laughs> okay. Out in the shadows. And in this instance, I would love everybody except for Tanzanite to roll a perception check. Oh. Come on, Perception, where are you? There. That is a 22. Sweet. Asher. Oh, sorry. Perception, you said? Yep. (laughs) So, up. Very unperceptive of you. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Uh, 22. Disadvantage on you, on your family. (laughs) (laughs) On your Christmas cow. So you both roll punches. Christmas Carol. Yeah. Nineteen Have plus three. A merry little Christmas cow. <laughs> uh, with all that, you can see further into the distance in this space than you've seen ever before, and you can see that there are places within this shadowy realm that connect with another space, with actually multiple different spaces, and they all seem to differ mm-hmm. quite a bit. They all seem to be over this shadowed river. Um, The only reason why it seems aquatic at all in nature is just the way in which the shadows interact there. For you, Tanzanite, you can see clear across that and you can see clearly multiple different directions and spaces and you know which space is most likely to be the first layer of hell. You can make out Avernus because to you, Tanzanite, this is a realm of clarity, not a realm of obfuscation, confusion, or delay. In fact, you can see so much more clearly here that you wonder if the material plane is actually as real as it is because just being here in this moment with something growing stronger inside of you each second you spend here, material world doesn't seem real enough to you right now. And I also assume there's a lot of activity right now just because of what just happened. Like a lot of new shadows going through and absolutely um do we know any of them like that (laughs) like i know there's all the soldiers on the ground but did anybody die that we you can roll a perception check to see if you recognize anybody i mean the other i know the keeper's whole crew got like melted with acid i think most of them were dead the keeper i think lived um you said perception Mm mm-hmm 29. You can make out a few faces that look familiar. You can make out, you see it. What really kind of stands out to you is 
a dark shadow of a unicorn is moving through the space, headed off beyond the riverway. But the rest of the folk and beings here kind of blend into a crowd, and then you make out a being that is shadow themselves much more deeply than these other beings. I'm going to yell out, Hey, unicorn! You notice, especially with that perception check, that they don't seem to hear you. To you, these shadows aren't real. But that makes it even more alarming when an enormous shadow steps closer to you. Three or four times your height. It's very much attentive to your voice. Hello? Hey, uh... Good to see you here, I think. Um, And you recognize the voice. It's Shep. Oh, hi, Shep. Um, Shep. Don't worry, we're not dead. We're uh, just here. We're we're going to Avernus. You want to come? Do I see Shep? Yes, you do. Shep already lives in both worlds. He's not dead, right? Uh... Roll a religion check or an insight check to see if Shep is alive or dead. And Sasha uh, keeps asking, I make him roll for it. 13. You're not sure. I mean, I, well, I, Dan, I would just Dan's know, tonight, right? Tanzanite, is Shep dead? Shep, are you dead? Roll a religion check, Tanzanite. Me? Okay. Does Shep not know if he's dead? <laughs> religion. Oh, not down enough. I think it's a 10. Oh, it's a seven. Oh, wow. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. <laughs> Eleven. Eleven. Something's very different about Shep. Shep wasn't ever really alive or dead in the first place, coming from the crew of the undead. And they were adapting to your shadowy spaces, Tanzanite, but something's different. They, they don't seem tethered to your space anymore. But that's as much as you can figure out this moment. Uh, uh, what's up, Shep? I always forget how tall you are. I'm, I'm good. I think uh, interesting times ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Do you mind if I, I mean, we're going a little place here for now until I figure out where I go next? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, is my brother and sister around at all? Uh, just the mere thought of them brings two shadows to your side. Oh. Hi, friends. Um, it's faster than it's ever been before. I thought they were... Uh, this... They are. No, I mean, I thought we didn't save them when the thing was trying to eat them. A couple remember. of... Uh, one of them died, the, 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 the third one. Dead. Okay. Dead and gone. Uh, uh, this this is Shep. Can you help him find like a little space that he can uh, be in? Your sister bows low to you. It says you give up and cede some of your realm to this being. to Shep for everything he's done happily 
I mean, brother. you know, not, not too much of a space, but yeah. <laughs> there it is. There it is. <laughs> As you wish, your brother. Like a closet, not a bedroom. Reaches right, up to you, me. and you're, he's never had to reach up to you before. Your brother reaches up to you and, and whispers, Do you mind if I join him? Of course, if that's what you want. I don't think I want anymore. I just, I feel. Then go with that feeling. As you say, go with that feeling, you feel a snap as if something's been oh. ripped out of your very heart. And your oh. brother is no longer connected to you via the shadows. But you can see that some new connection has formed between them and Shep. And I say them to indicate that it's not your brother anymore. It's just the components that were your brother, but given something new, something different. Your sister looks at you with alarm. Please, I don't want to do that. Please don't do that to me. You, you, no, you don't have to. <laughs> you feel a little bit of that wound as your brother has left the shadows to join whatever Shep is. Heal as the bond between you and your sister strengthens. Uh, very well. I'm gonna be like, and so you're, you're trans night sister? This amorphous shape of shadow looks at you and just looks at you with the most haughty of expressions. What would you want to know for? I'm going to lean into the to the amorphous blob of shadow and be like, I'm her boyfriend, but I don't think she knows yet. As if. In the cattiest middle school, sort of. Listen, I killed Tiamat. All right, I'm just uh, killing Blow right here. I mean him, but me. I'm fairly certain that my sister would have handled it all. I'm, it's true. She played an integral role, but also I'm very rich. Have a nice day. All right. Um, <laughs> she, so, Shep, and your. What was your brother? Before they go, I want to... Shep, thank you for everything you did. We couldn't have done it without you. Yes, truly. Love you, buddy. See Be you. happy. See you some night. And Shep just moves oh. away. I'll look forward to it. I hope you do. Oh, okay. Uh, right. Veritar, uh, Asher... Um, we ready? I would I've like to. I would while. like to do something. <clears throat> oh gosh! I, tell me if I can. Today, of all days, I have not used my performance of creation spell, and I would like to, in this space, give it to Tanzanite to create a door to Avernus. In this, I don't know how to do that. But I would like to. I'm looking at all my spells, trying to figure out if I can do that. <laughs> so you're trying to create a doorway. Yeah. But I want to give it to Tanzanite to create the doorway because I. 
she knows this place better and she's been to Avernus. But if she can't, I'll try it myself. Or maybe I can create... Wait, what if I... Tanzanite, what if I create a door? Can you, like, make it a door to Avernus? I, I mean, it never hurts to try, but I'm not going to say yes. I can. But then, like, because my... It only lasts a few hours and there will not be, like, a permanent connection here to Avernus for you. Um, Do we not have a way across the river? I was, yeah, I was, and I'm going to point to where the, like, entryway that I see is. I'm like, we could just try that. Oh. Since it looks like water, can I attempt to shape water into, like, a walkable across platform, so to speak? Um, you can cast that spell and see what happens as you try. I will try that. It's very quick that you realize that the, while it may look like water, even taste like, smell like, sound like water, it is not water because your spell just can't grasp a hold of it. Okay. Um, as the person of this land surely I know how to cross it can I do like a history religion check to know how to go across yeah go ahead and roll a religion check okay plus seven Uh, unnatural 20 Dirty 20, you, that's what it's called. <laughs> you know you have an ability, or actually it's probably more of a spell, um, that will allow your shadows to radiate out from you in a 30-foot radius and protect them as they cross these spaces. Oh, I gotta remember what it's called. Holy Aura. It's, it's an eighth level. Would it help if I made a boat? No, you just stand there and look handsome. Well, I'll stick to what I'm Roll good at. Roll performance check. <laughs> For me? Okay, I found it. Stand there and look handsome. <gasps> okay. 36. Looking handsome. So handsome. <laughs> you radiate in a space that nothing should radiate in. Veritar's <laughs> need a quick glance because it's just too overwhelming. <laughs> Veritar is strangely attracted. I give I give Veritar a wink. How are you doing? Right. Uh, Veritar uh, now needs okay. to roll a, a charisma save. <laughs> Nineteen. <laughs> you did not save. You a slight crush. <laughs> you can Veritar's call whatever type of crush you want it to be. It could be a man crush. Could be a real crush. But you have a thing suddenly for this strange human. For a human, not so bad. <laughs> Takes a drink um, to cool himself off. <laughs> uh, yes, Jess. All right. Well, if you're ready and you have collected yourself, Fairtar, we can. Um, hmm? Huh? Hmm. Cross. Yes. yes. I want to walk to the edge, and uh, I'm going to cast Holy Aura. Walking across the three of you within the um, circumference of, of Tanzanite herself, goddess of this space, 
you are able to just wade through the waters without any ill effects. Wade through the waters. Water. I literally get, thought the same thing in my head. <laughs> when you get to the other side, you hear. Welcome to my realm. And the... Uh, no, thank you! <laughs> the light comes on. Somebody bought a soundboard. Anyway. And in front of you, you see two familiar-looking robotic creatures. Oh? The, the, the friends we helped. From the, from the accelerator? Yeah. Yeah, right? Hello. Uh... Are we here to help you? I'm happy to help you. And these two creatures that you met once and then they became decommissioned are just standing there in front of you. I'm so happy. <laughs> um, yeah, we're trying to get to, um, uh, Asher, what's it called? I'm too excited. Avernus. That place. I mean, I know it's oh, that general area, you but... You are here. Um, are you seeking someone out? Are you looking for someone? Yeah. We're yeah, looking Trixie. for Trixie. The little uh, squirrel. She's not scheduled to be here yet. But she is there. Yet. Why is she here? She's Tiamat. going to be destroyed if she's here. Tiamat sent her here. But we're trying to get her back. Chucked her. Oh, dear. You better get there before the demons get there. Once they get their hands on a new entrant, it's all no good. Yeah. Uh, do you know a quick way of getting there? Do you know her reference number? Where does she belong? Uh, what would hell be for Trixie? Reference number a closet is closet full of clothes. The reference number is pink nut mash. Um, I don't think that's a reference number. Do you want to read your options? Just yeah, options. Yeah, yeah. The smaller one pipes up. Uh, don't you? I see something on your ear. Does she have one of those? You could just talk to her. Yeah. Hey, tricks. <laughs> Trixie, you hear Asher in the midst of your meditation. Oh, nice of you to think of me. Hey, listen, we're crossing into hell for you, so you 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 just be nice. Been <laughs> there, done that. How's that going? Well, I've now done it twice. Well, yeah, almost twice. We're um, coming to get you. Already <laughs> not, little one. Do you do you see any numbers near you? No, the only thing I see is a roof. Maybe. And and lots of trees with pink ribbon and lots of acorn mash. I want to speak to the the smaller of the little mm -hmm. guys and go, "Um, would she be able to find the number of where she is? She should be able to. Uh, but 
it's her own personal hell domain, so she's probably receiving therapy right now. Uh, uh. Well, so far we know there's trees and there's pink everywhere and there's acorn mash, but we need actual numbers. I can cross-reference. Give me a moment. Ooh, okay. As you are waiting for the those moments, you hear again that the dominant voice of my domain. Get out! Get out now! You're not around here. Hold your fucking horses! I'm busy. In, in the kindest of ways, <laughs> of course. <clears throat> if you're here for more than a few minutes, I get your souls. Not happening, but. We'll try to be quick. Actually, it's been pretty fun. An enjoyable experience. I've grown a lot. I'm so glad to hear that. I'm glad you guys um, have, like, continued existence. But anyway. So that cross-referencing, how's that going? I have located them. Would you like teleportation to that direction? Yes, please. Yes. If we do that, can we teleport back? You're already oh. under teleportation. And you find yourselves in a location that is quite strange. Um, Asher and Veritar, you find yourselves along a cliff face overlooking a shore. Beautiful blue water off into the distance. Um, But just to your left, looking behind you, you see a pink tree the pink comes from the ribbons that have been entwined amongst the pieces and some streamers of pink lace are flying down and landing on the ground. Tanzanite, you find yourself in one of the top rooms of a building looking out over a forest and fields. And to you, Tanzanite, the space looks to be mostly lit in a pleasant light. It's beautiful. But there also happen to be these stretches of shadow. Stretches of shadow that feel very comforting to you. Tanzanite, Trixie, can you still hear us? Hello. We can hear him. Yes. Hello. Yes. 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 Hello. Hi. Hi. Um, so we're here. Uh, I see a tree. It's pink. Very pink. Very, very, very pink. Um, I don't think I have anything. I see a, that. a little cliff, kind of. Goes off into some water with more pink over across the way. And there's a house off in the distance. I'm in an office. All right, we're going to head to the house. Trixie, do you see a house? I does it have like a a conical shaped roof? Yes. Yes. Then yes, I see a house if it's like the only thing that you see. Let's meet at the house. I'm going to try to fly real quick to see if I can get an aerial view and see if I can see Trixie. You, you when he flies, fly. I will fly with him because I have my wings. Or... I, I have wings yeah. that come out. Oh, when, when both of you fly, 
as you take off. Well, I never did fly in the battle, but I have- The moment you emerge from the space, the shadow around the tree that you're near, I need you both to roll dexterity saving throws. Oh, shit. Oh, boy. That's a 21. That's a 25. You are both barely able to duck back into shadow. Because I'm a dexy monster. As you feel your souls pulled from and you lose 25 hit points each. Oh, man. Glad I healed you. Yeah. <laughs> you healed you. Uh, I'm still really low, but... <laughs> Tanzanite, looking out the window, you catch sight of two figures flying up into the light and then quickly falling back into shadow. Which one of you just tried to fly? Uh, both of us. Sorry about that. Idiots. I'm going to say, let's see, going for a walk because flying is real bad. Hope you feel better. And I'm going to cast Mass Cure Wounds on both of us for laggy dice. Apparently my, my dice don't like me streaming and rolling dice at the same time. My digital dice. But anyway, uh, 24. So almost back. And then we will walk towards the house. Um, great. Could I have both of you roll dexterity saving throws? <sighs> A little bit better this time, but probably still not good enough. Uh, 22. 29. I mean, both times you both made the dexterity saving throw, but you're taking half damage, so you still take. This time, 26 points of damage. Oof, okay. I'm going to run towards the house. Oh, no. I'm going to wait. <laughs> uh, Asher, go ahead and roll a dexterity saving throw as you run towards the house. That is a nat 20, so that is a 30 total. You make it further than you've made it before, but you barely make it into this tiniest bit of shadow that only has room for one being as you arrive in a small little nugget of shadow um, slightly closer to the house, but not that much closer. So I've learned that shadow is good. Is that what we're... Yes, that is what you're All right, and I, and I can see the shadow from where we are. Like, I'm in a little sliver, and there's, like, a larger... Uh, yes. You okay, can I will... See. I'm gonna run back to Veritar, grab his arm, and say, need to be closer. In the shadow is... Uh, when you run back through, you lose... Uh... I need you to roll another dexterity saving throw, just crossing into the light. Uh... 20. We have the devices. There's no limit. You, you make it over there, but you lose... It's, no, I'm counting syllables. Okay. Um, 27 points of health. I forgot what I said there. Um, and then off to Shadow now, and I'm going to grab his arm and Dimension Doris into the Shadow. Awesome. You make your way 
to the next shadow, it is within uh, 120 feet. This first one is, so you can make it there. Um, let me see. I've seen enough of Tanzanite to know she kind of has shadows floating around her. Mm -hmm. If shadow um, is good. You are both basically having to like squish together really, really close to be in the shadow together. Faradar hey. somehow doesn't mind. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put like an um, arm around his waist and like walk further towards where the shadow is getting more like assuming Tanzanite's in the office in the house. We know shadows are good. Are you able to use your shadows, Tanzanite, to move? Hmm. Uh, uh, let me try. I'm gonna kind of focus and sort of meditate and try to, like, send little paths of shadows to... Which shadow would you like to manipulate? Which shadow? As in, from from me or? Looking at the picture, which I didn't need to reshare with you. Sorry, I just accidentally took it down. Um, I need to see which one it was. This one. Um, sorry, I'm kind of badly sharing it at this point. Okay. Oops. Oh, hi, elf. <laughs> <laughs> All the bad things are happening right now. It's the bad place. I'm in the bad place. I can't help it. None of those things are sponsored. Just throwing that up there. <laughs> I would like you could to be. Tabletop to be a sponsor. I keep giving right. them tons of money. They should start sponsoring us, right? This one? This one. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, so looking at those shadows that you see stretched out, which of the shadows do you choose to... And the shadows are the, like, little thingies. Here, I'll make it Like, even little icons. Do you see those little pink circles? Oh, the things that just choose went away? pink circle. Oh. Jeez Louise. Okay, there's so many pink circles. Okay. Um, the pink circle, that one, the one you're on. This one? Yeah. Okay. And where oh, I just realized, did you say uh, 120 feet? Dimension door is 400 feet. So maybe I could have got closer. Um. Yeah, but there's no shadows in that, that area. So okay. if you're trying to find a shadow, it would have been kind of rough. Okay. Um, and uh, what did you ask? Sorry about that shadow. Where do you move it to? Uh, m move it. Can I move it diagonally to the tree closest? That one. Yeah. Right here? Like, yeah. Okay. So... You all see, or I mean, um, Baratar and Asher, you see a shadow stretch into uh, the space between where you are standing and, um, let me see if I can spot this 
visually because my eyeballs are really, really rough right now. Um, you see the shadow stretch between you and the house. It actually reaches clear across. Um, Tanzanite, you've moved the shadow. Uh, Trixie, you see the shadow that covers you move and leave you. What do you do? I mean, I don't necessarily know yet that that's the case, so I don't do anything. As you stand there and the sunlight covers you and the shadow is whisked away, you feel your soul being pulled from your body and you start losing help. Uh, I, I super speed over into the shadows. Okay, what is your full movement speed? 65. Okay. <laughs> Racing away from the house because the closest shadows are further away. Um, I'm gonna look at this one. Okay, I need you to roll three dexterity saves. I know you probably have advantage with those. Eighteen. Uh, Nineteen. Ooh, these are bad rolls for you. Yeah. And uh, unnatural twenty. Unnatural twenty. No, sorry, that's not right. That's a sorry. I was thinking it was plus eight. It's plus 11. So that's a 23. Never mind. <laughs> Were the other ones correct? Yeah, the other ones are correct. Okay. I rolled a, a seven and then an eight and then a 12 with advantage. <laughs> a seven, eight, and a 12. And I have a plus 11 to my deck saves. So you take 100 points of damage. I'm down. You collapse. So hold on. Do I save on any of them, or did I miss all of them? You. You said eighteen, nineteen, and what was the other one? Twenty-three. The twenty-three you saved on, so you would have taken half. But you have that thing where it doesn't affect you, right? Right. Yeah, if you succeed a saving throw, you don't take damage, right? Right. So what I not have taken the damage from before. Uh. That you mentioned. I'm trying to figure this out because it's a magical effect of being in the sunlight, and the dexterity saving throw is just to get yourself out of the sunlight. And when you fail it, you definitely got hit by it. But when you didn't fail it, with your super monkeyness, I'm gonna say like, yeah, let's backtrack and say that you didn't get, you felt the pain coming, but you were able to to dodge into the into the shadow before it hit you. Okay, so it was a hundred and what? If I fail twice, it's what fifty then? Or yeah, it's gonna be. Let me find those dice rolls. It's gonna be a total of sixty-two. Sixty-two. Okay. Okay. And then over the the comms, I say, "What the hell's with the sunlight?" Is that what it is? 
I mean, I wasn't moving, and that's the only thing that moved was the 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 shadows well, away. I mean, from we're me. in hell, so I guess sun would be sun bad. Bad. Maybe sense. if you're a vampire. Um. Hang on. Maybe if you're a creature that doesn't like the sunlight. You're muted, Jess. <laughs> so now we know to stay with the shadows. Yes. So you currently are controlling uh, the shadow that is giving passage to Asher and Veritar, who are, I guess, moving closer to the I'm going to house. say a big umbrella helps keep the bad sun away. Easy enough, right? And now I'm going to use my performance of creation, since I didn't use it before, and create a giant, like, golf umbrella for me and Veritar to walk under. You create this massive umbrella. You're still within the shadow that was cast by, uh, or that was moved by Tanzanite. Um, but gonna, Tanzanite, you see this huge umbrella over the top of Veritar and Asher. And I'm going to like move it. Maybe I'll need your help because it's huge. And then like move out of the shadow to see if this protects us from the sun. As you move out of the shadow, roll dexterity saving throws. Damn it. Oh boy. <sighs> Maybe uh, okay. with disadvantage due to the giant umbrella you're carrying. That's another bad 20. <laughs> so 30. With the disadvantage, even? Yeah. With, with disadvantage. Because oh, you're disadvantage. Sorry. Well, I, yeah, that's, Would have been that's awesome. a uh, five. What the fuck? I seriously rolled another nat 20. Oh, so I rolled two nat 20s for the uh, disadvantage roll. So, Asher. Mountain Gaming, you... not a sponsor. You have this just, it's the moment you've been waiting for. Everything's right. You step into it with trepidation. Take a moment to breathe. You think everything's going to be okay. And then you see Veritar stumble and fall. And you're able to pull him and yourself back into shadow as you feel that pain begin. Um, You both will still take 15 points of damage. Okay. Gone, gone. I'm gonna cast. We have shadow. I think we use it and get to the house and try and go from there. Sounds good. I can help. I'm gonna say, you don't look so good. Let's heal up before we go. My poems are great. And I'm gonna cast mass (laughs) cure wounds at the Eighth level. Ooh, buddy. Somehow I did not use my eighth level spell slot in a Tiamat fight, but um, that you were saving it. To thirty healing. All right. Okay. And then we will take the shadow path. So the two of you are taking your, and it's a long walk to get there. I know my little icons look like it's not a long walk, but, you know, it's icons. Um, But over the next few minutes, you can make your way over and eventually get to the house. Um, While they're walking over there, Tanzanite, you can see them walking over there. Roll a perception check. Okay. Ooh, okay. With the perception... 
26. Ooh. Okay, with a 26, uh, as you watch them looking, walking over and making their way, you look back over to the area where the shadows that you took were, and you see a, a patch of, of grass and pink lace that had been worn flat by someone sitting there for a bit. And following a quick trek over of, of foot pet beats, you can see the tail of a squirrel person in the next shadow over. Is there a shadow that I see that the boys won't use that I can then move to Trixie's area? Yeah, there are plenty of shadows. You could choose one of the other ones and try to move them. I'd like to do that. Okay. uh, Asher, Tanzanite. No, not Asher, Tanzanite. Asher Veritar, please roll dexterity saving throws as the shadow you were in immediately snaps back into position as Tanzanite begins to manipulate another one. Oh, shit. That is a 22. I can only move one at a time. 29. Uh, With the 22 and 29, you both dash back into cover of a smaller shadow. You've made progress. You are currently, I'm going to just use my cursor rather than playing the game of updating the map. See where my cursor is right there? Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. You're currently tucked into that little bit of shadow there as the shadow you had been in gets snapped back over in place. But um, Trixie, you see that a shadow that had been to the south of you is drawn up closer and brings you that much closer to, provides cover for you to possibly get that much closer to the house. Um, Veritar and Asher, you do take 21 points of damage each. And I see all this, right? From my vantage uh, yes. point? Yes. I'm you going are to say... perfectly placed to see everything. I, Verita, you go ahead and say what you're going to say, and then I'll say what I want to say. Can you bring a shadow that we are not in to yourself and come to us? I feel like the house is going to be the safest, as in because there's no sunlight here. So... What what is the distance between the tree we're at and the porch? Um, you based on what you've discovered so far, let's go ahead and have you roll an intelligence check. I'm not a smart man. <laughs> oh, I mean, I'm a smart man today. Uh, oh, I'm not a smart. Man. Wait, what is that? <laughs> This is why I always check how legible dice are before I buy them. They may be pretty. Oh, it's a ten. Okay. F, um, but if I can't read it in the moment, it's why when you're at the convention center, you need to go find a shadowy spot to look yeah. at the dice. You can't trust to be out in the broad daylight of it. You got to think of like what your desk area is like. Yeah, mm. I'm trying to figure out if this is a ten or if it's a nat one. Hang on a second. Very they usually weird. Don't do oh one. They usually just. It do. says one oh. Like there's like a one and like a flame. Or something like the. Where I think are your it's a, glasses? No, it's a, no, it's a ten. Okay. It's not the glasses. It's just weird looking. Uh, yeah, it's a ten. Um, so <laughs> eleven. Never made, no, no. <laughs> eleven. Um, at a guess, you think you could make it? Probably. You take some damage. Probably. Um, I'm gonna be like, very how are you feeling, buddy? Of, of, of I'll be feeling a little better in a moment, and I'm going to pull out and use my last uh, potion of healing, of superior healing. 
I'm gonna so. pull out and end the line of Tiamat. What? <laughs> if if y'all want to wait just a second, I can bring Trixie over to y'all and then move another shadow so the three of you can come Four, in. Seven, if, you, nine, if you can get us 11, all here, 13, I think I can teleport 15, us back to the Delve. So I'm going to use that and get okay. uh, 28 points back. Okay. So are Veratar and, and Ash, are you holding still? Yeah, we'll wait. You're we'll waiting wait. under our tree. Okay, I'm going to move some shadows so that Trix, because Trixie's fast, so that she can run as fast as she can to the safety of the house, and then I'll move shadows to get y'all from your tree to the house. Okay. 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 So I'm oh, gonna... Oh, 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 right? Okay. Yeah, so... You the, see you so see the, the shadows, right? Yeah, and I see the house. I can still see I, the house, right? I just wait, wait one moment, it. please. Wait one moment, okay. please. Give me a second. Jump into my arms, Asher. <laughs> and I'm going to use my robe of stars to take us into the uh, astral plane. I am carrying oh. him now. Uh, okay, as you go into the astral plane, uh -oh. um, you leave Avernus. This does return me exactly to the same spot I was standing. Yes. But you are no longer in Avernus right now. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, the but if you go back you... to the spot you were standing, does that mean we can't get to the porch? <laughs> I think. I think Andy it's wherever I left from is exactly where I returned to. Yes, but I think you just did it to to make sure that you don't take any if damage. If we go in, exactly so that yeah. hopefully, if those shadows remove from us, we're not gotcha. in sunlight. Okay. We can stay in here until I go. All right, we're going back. Okay. But I what I would like to point out for the viewers is that Veritar has a sudden crush and has figured out a way to get some alone time with Asher. <laughs> <laughs> Who I wants a goddess when you can have a dragon? <laughs> Tanzanite roll for jealousy, and <laughs> maybe it's a concentration check every time Trixie starts running from shadow to shadow. Um, what I'll oh, say to speed it. this up a little bit and to, to streamline what we're doing is that, Trixie, you are able to, with uh, now that you've all kind of aligned on things that are keeping you all together, Trixie, you're able to make it shadow to shadow safely to the cottage. So you do make it to um, to the to the strange building and are able to enter inside of it. Um, you don't see any sign of your friends because they're not there, and neither can you hear them. They, except for uh, Tanzanite. They seem to have gone off comms. Hmm. Asher and Veritar. Time passes and you have to Are decide. Are you ready for this? Time to go back. Yep. Let's do it. Here we go. And I'll Let's do it. put us back. Let's roll a D100 to find out if you're lucky enough to make it at the right time, because you're guessing checking here. Okay, if I roll a 100 for a third time in a row, <laughs> I'm going to pee my um, Then I get that dice. I'm going I'm going to sneak over in the night and steal it out of your hands. 86. Oh, wow, I got 87. 
<laughs> you both pop in, and it's been a beat or two since you made it over there, Trixie. Um, just enough time for Trixie and Tanzanite to get a little bit worried. But you make it back into your little shadow down below without any issues. Um, I'm guessing that Tanzanite, you're going to arrange the shadows as appropriate. Mm-hmm. And eventually all four of you go together in this little cottage. We made it. Time's up. We're going, we're Asher, going, we're no. going. I'm going to scribble the teleportation circle on the ground for the delve. How long floor. does it take to cast the teleportation spell? I think it's one minute, but let me look. Uh, yeah, one minute. In the first few seconds, you see, Trixie, you see pink lace flying at you. Nut mash begins to drip from the walls. A spoon forms and a hand that looks familiar but not familiar reaches forward with the nut mash and tries to shove it down Tanzanite's throat. I'm going to try to hit the hand with my shovel. Roll an attack. <laughs> so all together, that's a 42. Rick, you need me to send you the... <laughs> uh, you smack that hand so far that it flings back and you hear a voice come back like... <laughs> I... Well, that's what you get. I'm going to have everybody kind of get within... 10 feet of me and cast Globe of Invulnerability at nice. the 7th level. Okay, so inside the globe I will draw my circle and then I will say what the hell is this? Get us out of here right now. This place is nasty. And then activate the circle. In your head, Tanzanite, you hear a voice go, See you next time, sweetheart. <laughs> And you're all pulled away back to the teleportation ring of the Delve. You can hear (sighs) outside loud cheering and celebrating. And you are together again, the four of you. But with this, I want to take a little momentary break and listen to our fun jingle one last time before we take the rest of our time that we have today to just share and talk about what we think what you think would have happened to your characters over the next bit of their lifetimes. Mm. Yo, with that. So good. Such a good. Uh, I actually really liked that we ended up having a little mini adventure 
Um, I love how I've like totally misplaced people. <laughs> so me. There we go. Um, <laughs> you know, it's blind guess when I was choosing where people were going to be during that transition. <laughs> um, so that's kind of the end of our campaign, and it kind of always feels like a little bit of a letdown at the end of. Cool. A campaign. Bye, everybody. Also. <laughs> okay. Bye. But also, it's. I think there's a chance to just kind of share what you think your character that you've been spending the last two to three years with would be doing with the rest of their lives, um, what they would get up to, those sort of things. Uh, so I'm just going to be your interviewer and ask you some questions, if that's all right. Oh, gosh. Okay. In the immediate aftermath of this battle, there's probably all the revelries available to you all um, and people celebrating and doing things. But Trixie, I just want to ask you, um, you can see that Asher and Tanzanite have definitely paired off a bit more intimately in terms of starting a relationship. Um, what does Trixie think of that? And, and does Trixie start to pursue her own relationships eventually? Or is she... Uninterested Good in happy question. being a leader of her people? Um, I mean, it's just never something that felt like there was space for in her life. And, you know, it's it, it wasn't a it wasn't something that ever it didn't not interest her, but it just it never kind of you know, the opportunity didn't present itself. And so uh, I think that's just kind of how she's come to see it is is that if, I guess, she doesn't really know how to initiate anything like that. So if relationships were to happen with her, I think it would have to be someone who, like, actively pursues her. <laughs> so, like... Just from a world building space of like things like, who do you think would eventually pursue her, if anybody? And what would that be like? Um, well, Jill. Jill pursues her. I don't know. Maybe Jill. I mean, it's hard because, I, at least for me, I've never put her, like, put myself slash her in that headspace about finding anybody particularly you know attractive you know she's just always been satisfied with being with her friends um i don't know nobody's given her butterflies i think nobody's nobody's made her nervous in the way that she's seen tanzanite and asher get nervous with each other and so I don't think there's anybody that she's met at this up to this point in her life that you know would qualify as someone that she would expect to pursue her but that doesn't mean that if she were to stay in one place long enough that that couldn't change um I don't know um I think she's very much 
Yeah, I think it would it would it would definitely be a case where it, it grew out of proximity and friendship. Hmm. Because that's like her basis for relationships is is you know it like unless somebody just came and like somebody came you know. over and and tossed an acorn at her direction said like just like turn it world upside down me. kind of thing yeah exactly like yeah no that we're going more. on a date like this is a date and she'll be like wait what what <laughs> Trixie we've been dating for four years what. <laughs> You, Trixie just thinks she's been going on adventures with this new friend exploring the rest of the world and she suddenly realizes that they've been every episode of their little adventure has been actually a date. Join us for campaign two where Trixie uh, inadvertently dates someone for four years. Uh, Tanzanite, I'm going to switch over. You've been given this goddesshood and things are starting to click in terms of that. Would you have tried to remain in the mortal spaces or would what would you be up to? I think for the first little bit, it would be a mixture of staying in the mortal world, popping into the shadow world because she just sort of, you know, started to show her affection towards Asher and wanted to explore that. But then slowly but surely, she probably would have spent more and more time in that shadow world. And not sure how that would affect her relationship with Asher. But she also would want to, you know, make sure she's doing what she needs to do. But she also thinks that Asher would support her in anything she wants. So. And as Asher ages, and yet Tanzanite does not, Asher, what do you think you would have been up to as um, your immortal girlfriend or whatever future that becomes or does not become? Um, what would you be up to in your life, aside from being a supportive, caring individual? Stay-at-home husband, obviously. No. Um, I think uh, like if Jess is cool with that I think that Asher would pursue like marriage with Tanzanite in the long term um, but I think as he gets old and as he becomes like afraid both of dying and of like being sent to the next place and being away from her he might try to pursue godhood himself so that he can stay with her. Uh, what domain do you think Asher would end up pursuing? I'm going to say like uh, very much like a, um, Does it like, help a Dion, Dion, like a Dion, Dionysus Dionysus like uh, Party like God. like wine poetry and music kind of godhood. So, I don't know if he'll like, get there. Like, cause he'll he'll start when he's in his sixties or seventies. You know, like when he's getting old and starting to be concerned about dying and thinking more about it and like his youthful. You know, like when you're twenty, you just don't think about dying. But, um, yeah. So like as he gets older and like 
puts that behind him and like starts to recognize and like wrestle with his own mortality especially compared with tanzanite who's not aging and like i think that he'll pursue like it's gonna get in his head and he's gonna pursue that i don't know if he'll get there but he knows the path like he did all the research for her yeah he i mean of all three all four of you uh asher probably i mean asher definitely knows more than tanzanite even because he really put in the effort to try to support and figure that out. So that that's a very interesting thought that Asher might pursue their own godhood. And um, you said they would pursue something more of a Dionysus sort of thing. So like a bit of a party god. Um, do you think that that would have been... So like when you think about the D&D worlds, there's, you know the pranks and deception thing, which is more trickery, um, but it kind of fits with some of what uh, you're talking about. But there's also just life, nature, knowledge, light. Um, do you think that one of those would be the main focus or? Yeah, I think it'd be, I don't know, like some kind of, it would be an interesting juxtaposition for Asher to become like a god of light and be like that stuff of legend, which I think would maybe even appeal to him, like the god of light married to the goddess of shadow and death. Like, <laughs> so some sort of like, yeah, some sort of like light art music creation sort of focus. Obviously, like his creation bard thing is um, going to play into it. So, uh, yeah. So maybe a god of two domains like uh, Arcana, but from a creation sp space and mm. uh, life or light from a sense of just um, beauty, poetry. Yeah. I will say like as he even like towards the end of his life, as he does that, like he's never going to take his foot out of the mortal world for like as long as he can keep one there like because of like his friendship with Trixie and like his just attachment to that life as well. Like he's not gonna yeah. forget, forget to come back, you know. Baratar, can... you, you were charged at one point to take over a domain of your father and mother should the work that you were engaged in be successful. Um, do you think Baratar would do that? I don't think so. I think Veritar would very much continue traveling the world, trying to fight evil wherever he found it. Um, I really think he would be trying to help heal the image of dragons, so to speak, that we're not all bad, we're not all evil. Um, despite what has happened in this world, I think he would try to keep up with his friends, maybe have something set up where at first, uh, yes, we'll meet every year at a pub in the Delve, but as time goes on and they move on to other things, the meetings become fewer and fewer. The, the uh, participants become less and less, but uh, still goes every year just in case. And you know, and then just uh, tries to expand the knowledge, maybe sets up a little uh, school to help teach what he knows to others about his sorcery skills. We'll give you, we'll give you a, a tenured spot at the Bard College. 
<laughs> Maybe you take it over if uh, Asher becomes too heavily involved in uh, being and a god. God. Yeah. Yeah. Little G gods, by the way. These are all little G gods. Um, <laughs> I don't know. He's a creation bard. I don't know. Maybe it's a big G. <laughs> and thus, the setting for the next realm. God. Move over, Ao. <laughs> it's time for Asher. Uh, Trixie, what do you think? As you know, your your friends are pursuing these kind of very lofty goals. Would you be pursuing anything that's of a lofty nature? Um, I mean, she's she always been. To. to not be in the limelight, <laughs> which isn't like as achievable as she would like. She can't just like go be a hermit somewhere because now she has responsibilities that have been thrust upon her. Um, I don't know. I think maybe, you know, she would try to go back to Overton and maybe set up, like, expand upon her, her mother's, like, healing group and incorporate her unintentional business um and you know if anything make people come to her <laughs> for things um maybe like set up some sort of permanent communication oh no 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 tilly is there right mm -hmm. okay i mean okay. until tilly gets too old but yeah right well i mean i can still die of old age i just can't be aged magically although tilly's son tully is uh <laughs> also very good with the books um tilly then tully then sully oh we got to sully full and circle. sally <laughs> uh, full circle moment um no i think yeah I, I think she tries to you know despite being what like 18 at this point she feels she feels like she's lived a full lifetime and so she's not looking for anything to to disrupt any sort of peace that is now happening because she knows that the minute she tries to get involved in anything it just <laughs> chaos ensues so she tries to be as unimpactful as possible she becomes a leave no trace uh, proprietress <laughs> proponent. I think there would be periods like I think Asher would uh, definitely enjoy his fame for a while. You know, like that was his life's goal was to be the world's most famous poet. And he sort of got there through being the world's most famous warrior poet on accident. And then um, so he'll enjoy that for a while, but I think he'll get tired of it and he'll seek seclusion and probably spend a lot of time maybe with Trixie, like since she's also sort of doing that. And then um, they'll be alone together and then hanging out because he doesn't, if Trixie doesn't like find a partner, like I think he's, it would always be especially concerned about her being alone because she's always, she's afraid to be alone. So, um, and then, uh, so that would always be like on the side of his mind. And then as he starts to pursue godhood, he would probably start like publishing an insane amount, like become the most prolific 
like trying to get that following and like that attention that he needs. I love the idea that uh, Asher might become like such a prolific author that he reaches like, um, uh, well, like any of our modern day authors, like who's reached such a status and a following that those followers actually become <laughs> the worshipers, but not through religious religious pursuit, but literary interest and excitement. <laughs> that would be funny. Anything else any of your characters would get up to in the following days, um, any impacts that they'd want to have on the world. I want to go see my little shadow, like I promised, and make sure I spend time with her and the, like the temple and everything. Yeah. Do you Just, imagine that she would be like kind of a head priestess, putting out more places, or would she always kind of just be the quiet little shadow doing? one temple she's the pope really good question yeah is she the pope or is she the like a neighborhood parochial (laughs) graveyard goddess i think she'd be the type of person who primarily she'd be like the head priestess who primarily stayed at that location and would send others to start other ones but when truly needed, she would go out and start like one or two here and there. Like she wouldn't just stay in the temple. She would venture out, but only when she really needed to. Um, Any other? My next question is less about your characters and more about characters or places that you have an interest in and what you think would happen to those places and characters. I'd love for you to oh, think about oh, a character or place. There's something you would else really I want like to have something happen. But while you're thinking about that, Tanzania's going to share what she wants. But keep in your head, like or Tanzania, Jess. Yeah, Jess. I would, would absolutely want? go back to the tower and help figure out what some of the articles were. The testing, interesting the testing stuff. Point. Tower the left. Tower is no longer there. <gasps> Once. Deneth comes to join you all. The tower retreated and is unable to return. Whoa. Wow. I think that Trixie would give Deneth a job in the potion business. She's like, I don't know about that. (laughs) I mean, if that's what he wanted, it's just... uh. We're playing with these characters, so that's what you get to imagine. He is a pure capitalist, you you know. Well, then definitely not. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, let's think about like Deneth. Deneth, if if not with Trixie, where does Deneth go from there? He definitely lands with Grand, obviously. Yeah. Oh, he would absolutely wind up with Grand. Yeah. They are are key to the magic industrial revolution that takes over all of Atland and beyond. They start farming makeup. Wait, that's something else. Never mind. <laughs> Any other characters or places that you would have an interest in what happens to it? Um, Bonnie. Bonnie. What about Bonnie, Jess? I think that we as a group 
would lobby the alliance to declare Bonnie's forest as like a international park landmark, like internationally Preserve. protected by all. Preserve, yeah, yeah. Like we would actively pursue like conservation for that area to like make sure she stays safe. Putting y'all's weight behind the forestation that's occurring there. Yes, that. that makes sense. I would have been thinking about um, the Clifton area or just the, the Canyonville area and what would happen to that space after being decimated. And in my little head cannon, which I didn't really get to go into too deeply, um, Veritar might have discovered them if he'd spent more time there before racing to the summons. Um, but I think that there's like little bands of orphaned peoples, the people who can really cling on. Cause like when you think about this post-apocalyptic sort of world, there's always going to be those people who can really hold on and they, they, they dove into the crevice. They're the mammals of the post dinosaur world. They, they found their little niche and they held on. And I think that eventually it would repopulate maybe at a smaller scale and maybe not with the push for the industrial thing maybe they would be maybe they'd become the new underton of like being pretty tucked away and trying to keep secret for a while until eventually they're just a, a little town or village tucked into the cliffs um, but rebuilding the room maybe the home of a race of assassins that a god created <gasps> what happened more with the people I created. <laughs> yeah, what did happen with them? I don't know. Um, I think somebody has plans for that for campaign two, but I do. Ah. So um, <laughs> I'm not really going to tell you. Okay, valid. <laughs> I look forward to seeing what happens. Any other group, culture, place that you would want to, or location that you would want to have had something happen with in the future, or that you're just, and I'll let you know if I'm going to keep something under wraps, but I love. This is a generation for world building. I don't know. I the just corn like people. I the forgot about the people. corn people. Yeah. No. yeah we we the created corn people. corn people. Yeah, the living vegetables were the hell they were. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about them. Yeah. What would you have of them? I might I wouldn't be surprised if they died off. They're so weird. If they're still around, I want them to, but I'm just gonna say <laughs> if they're niche. still around and they're already worshiping us as gods, Asher might just lean into that if he's trying to become a god later on. <gasps> They'd be your first followers. Um, I think that they might call themselves the first reaping of the wine harvest. Uh, Love it. <laughs> I hate it so much. How 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 does um how much more does Trixie's being a pirate queen last? Does that stay with her forever? Uh, it does after Asher. I had thoughts on that. Like, Veritar, through his travels, would come across places where the Timeless Trio were not heroes. We had to rebuild. They did not save our area. But other places yeah. where they were and... Maybe there's little kids that, I'm Trixie the Pirate Queen, and somebody else, she wasn't really a Pirate Queen. Oh, shut up. Yes, she was. I heard it. You know, <laughs> little things like that. I'm just going to throw out there, 
Asher's best-selling novel was about Trixie the Pirate Queen. <laughs> now, it, now the question is: Is it billed as a biography or as a work of fiction? Yes. It doesn't stay. <laughs> Every bookstore, depending on their political, it's just on its own table around the timeless trio, put it in a different section. Like it's in mythology in some, it's in uh, nonfiction. Nonfiction. It's in uh, history. Yeah, I love that. That's political hilarious. science side. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it ends up becoming a, a tome of every like would be pol- uh, like a, if you're going into any sort of politics, it's a tome that's supposed to be a commentary on leadership. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the uh the uh machiavellian model but it's the tricks of the pirate queen and how to rule how to rule uh with an iron airship <laughs> peacefully plucking the winnings from your people <laughs> oh that's funny any other things that you would dream of from this world or anything you would like to say as like a goodbye to your characters, the world in general. Um, I think there will be travel, like um, like up to where the Elven cities were. Maybe even like efforts to rebuild up there. Um, when Asher goes into his seclusionary phase, eventually, I think he'll retreat to the fortress in the Delve, probably. Unless, like, he has PTSD from that, then maybe not. <laughs> Hopefully somebody shoved that dragon off the top before the weight of it pulled the fortress down. But, you know. Um, yeah, I think... Yeah, there's definitely going to be, like, you know, they, like they're, they're kids, so there's still... It's not like this is the end for them. Um, so I think there's going to be a lot of travel and, like, more adventure to come before they really like settle down but uh do you think they would travel to the places that have been undiscovered the continents that that are not part of atland itself like whatever happened to north america south america europe are the elven cities are they in atland or i thought i always assumed they were like south america okay okay um Maybe. I guess. I guess. Yeah. Maybe because like Asher would know that there was stuff up there, like from all of his ancient book diving and all that stuff. Maybe. Kind of do the the version of what I I did in New York City, where I just tried to follow every movie that had ever been shot in New York and go to all the places, <laughs> figure out if they still exist, or if they ever existed. Which is, oh yeah, definitely a lot of a lot of New York City movie stuff. I'm like, I, I tried to go to this place, but it's actually Toronto. <sighs> definitely, a lot of filming that is said to be in New York City is not filmed in New York City. Cool. Well, thank you for joining us for this campaign. It's been super fun. Um, it's going to be a little bittersweet to say goodbye to these characters, and maybe we'll have to talk a little bit more about them. But it's also super exciting to know that we get to begin a new adventure and try out some new things and see what ridiculousness we can get up to. Us never. 
Well, it's <laughs> goodbye to this. In the famous here. words of David Tennant, I don't want to go. <laughs> but we will be back. Yes. Well, we will. But we will. It'll be a blast. like this. This one won't. But but that no, one it's will. Been a pleasure. Thank you for joining us, Andy. Andy's the best. I've appreciated it. I look forward to watching the next campaign and seeing what you all get up to. What ridiculousness we can do. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you all. Have a good time, and we'll be back sometime after the holidays. New year, new campaign, new characters. (laughs) Bye. Okay. Okay. Bye. 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 Bye.